So across my desk today, I get a notification about a new Red Table Talk. Now, if you're not familiar, Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett, her daughter, her mother, they sit down with different guests, have different conversations. They've been doing this now for about a year or so, and they've had epic guests on the show that have been groundbreaking content. And this topic stood out to me because it's about uh, black babies being adopted by white parents. And of course, the full uh, conversation around that, that's always something I wanted to kind of have a conversation about or at least listen in. And so I had an opportunity to sit down and study this topic. And I found this to be fascinating. And I just want to hand you the three pieces of wisdom that I found from this conversation and uh, hear your thoughts as well. So let's get started. I'll be honest with you, this was a difficult subject for me to wrap my mind around. Kristen Davis, I believe her name is. She's from Sex and the City. She's a white woman who apparently has adopted two black children. Her oldest being a daughter, I believe is uh, six or seven years old now. And uh, her son is one years old. And so she's coming on the Red Table Talk. Now, keep in mind... Keep in mind the red table had red table uh, discussions. Red table talk has six point three million viewers on there. You know, so whenever I'm looking at black equity, I'm looking at what kind of power is this. So the black equity in this is Jada Pinkett Smith. The black equity in this is Jada Pinkett Smith's mom. The black equity in this usually would be Willow Smith. That's the black equity. But even deeper. The black equity in this is understanding how our youth is being uh, handed out to to white people. And this entire uh, episode, uh, this entire viewing uh, of listening to this, I would say you should really go listen to this interview before you listen to this podcast. Because it's going to be hard for you to grasp where I'm coming from on certain things out of context. And let me say this now, if you are someone who's been adopted or you are someone who is black, has been adopted by white parents or you're white and been adopted by black parents, none of this, what I'm going to say is, is aimed at you to be personal or taking shots at you or anything like that. But I have to speak from my heart on this matter. I have to speak from my perspective. You don't like the perspective. That's fine. But this is where I got to go with this. This Red Table Talk has forced me to go here. And so by now you've paused this and you came back and you, you listened to it. It's only 30 minutes long. You've come back here. You know this episode is usually going to be anywhere between 20 or 30 minutes. So it's not eating up a lot of your time. But I think it's so vital of a conversation to have. Kristen Davis sits down on the Red Table Talk, and I'll be honest with you, I, I felt like the conversation was almost too nice. But I get it, because Jada Pinkett has to, you know, have a welcoming spirit, and everything is wonderful, and we love you. But this isn't, it's the conversation that I always wanted to have. Or always wanted to hear. 
But this was just too nice for me. This was too simple. It was it was too simple of, oh, well, I want to go through the adoption process. So I filled out this piece of paper and it made me think about all the different things of my own biases. And I didn't want to be racist. And I said I'll be open to everyone. And I just happened to end up with a black girl. And then I had, a you know, my daughter told me at four or five years old that she wanted a brother. And so I went out and said, well, is there anyone else I can, you know, talk to and to, to adopt another child of African-American descent? And and, you know, that's it. Right. I mean, it. she made it seem so simple, but yet through the simplicity of it, she makes it out to be, you know, it, it's really been a difficult process. And, oh, you know, you know, having to, to tell, you know, I worry about my son every night being a black man in America. And then they ask her, well, how old is your son? And, and she's like, one. It's like, come on now, you worry about your son every day in America being a black boy and he's one years old. He hasn't even left the damn house. It's just like you're saying all the trigger words, but you haven't even experienced it yet. I'm sure you are. It's just y'all. I felt like this was one of the best conversations. One of the best conversations that possibly could ever be on Red Table Talks. And I think it it missed a mark. It missed everything because it wasn't a variety of of a conversation. It, it's too, I'll say this about Red Table Talk. Sometimes it's too star driven. We're not just dealing with, you know, regular people off the street. You know, we have to meet some type of a quota and we have to bring in big stars. And when you bring in big stars, sometimes you miss the regular person's conversation. Because here's here's what I'm seeing here. They they put a bow on it and they made it seem like white parents adopting black children is a okay as long as it goes through the system and has proper documentation because they do such a great vetting job. And, you know, there's online training and you're not allowed to have any type of abusive behavior towards the kids. If it was that simple through the adoption situation, there wouldn't be all the issues that those who have been adopted have come out. And said, there's people that have have talked about this who have been adopted, who have said, you know, going through that system has been pure hell, even if you do end up with a home. I'm just telling you that it's not. They've made this thing cookie cutter. And, yeah, they said they had issues with it. And now they're learning to get past their own prejudices. And maybe they were looking at their own forms of racism but it it is too it was too too cookie cutter for me and so you want to know well what's the first piece of wisdom the first piece of wisdom is whenever you're trying to sell a message show up where there's 6.3 million viewers They're trying to spin to me that it's okay for white parents to adopt black children. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just telling you what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell me on this. They're trying to ease my pain to tell me through Facebook, which is a white owned organization, that everything is going to be okay because there's a process and procedures and white parents aren't necessarily bad parents. And that is all true, but it's not. It's all true, but it's not. 
Because there's black kids in the adoption phase who go through pure hell. There's little girls who are sexually uh, molested. There are, there are little boys who are, are abused sexually or, or, or just physically or mentally. And to, to sum up the conversation in a Kristen Davis sex in the city uh, conversation as if she's the, the, the end all be all to white parents adopting black kids is horrific and terrifying. It's not a it's not a broad enough conversation. It's the conversation I always wanted, but it missed the freaking mark. The first piece of wisdom, whenever you're trying to sell something. Just go with her 6.7, uh, 6.3 million viewers and, and, and sell it. They're selling me on white people adopting black children and saying, it's okay. I know you had struggles with it, but we took an online course on hair. We took an online course of how to deal with this. And don't worry, I have, I have black friends that I can reach out to and ask, what can I do better? Am I the only one alarmed? Am I the only one that left the conversation saying, what is this BS they're trying to push on me? This isn't the first time on Red Table Talks that some BS then came through there. Now, I haven't said a lot about Red Table Talks, but with 6.3 million viewers, it's hard to ignore. The first piece of wisdom is pay attention to your platform. Where are they showing up at and why are they showing up there and what are they trying to sell me? The, the, what they're trying to sell me on this particular Red Table Talk is that it's okay. We, I know I'm white, but I don't mean any harm. And anytime you got to sell me that you don't mean any harm, that means there's something going on. The second piece of wisdom, oh my goodness. I mean, this... this Conversation is so frustrating for someone like me because we didn't even ask. We should have had more people on to give different perspectives on such a big topic to let one person decide what's going on here. And very few people are going to tackle this. And I just feel like I'm, I'm sure there's more content. I'm sure there's some more behind the scenes. Maybe they added some people on the bonus coverage. She, when I say she, I, I mean Kristen Davis from Sex in the City. Uh, she says she has some issues with some of the schools that she was working uh, or sending her child to, her daughter to. And, you know, it got to a point where she didn't feel comfortable having her in spaces where it was basically all white faces. The second piece of wisdom for me is. Why would you even attempt to put your black daughter into an all-white school? I'm confused on that. I'm not trying to question anyone's parenting. I'm just saying, if, if during the process of you adopting a black child, it asked, how are you going to be inclusive with that black child? And you answered whatever questions you answered. They decided that what you're doing is uh, sufficient for what they're looking for. And the first thing you do is try to enroll her into a white private school. 
And then you are saying, well, I did. I had no idea it was going to be like this. And then you sat down with them. And one of the things that they said was, we don't see color. You set yourself up for this reality. You didn't know that putting your black daughter into a white school was going to create conflict. See, I find that hard to believe. This is the, this is why I, I don't like the direction that this conversation went. So you're so oblivious your entire life that you didn't realize that white people weren't inclusive to black people. You just didn't know that. So your first your first thought is, let me take my black child and put it into a white, put her into a white school. And then you had to later pull back from that and say, well, I guess I need to find a more diverse place where there's all people at the table. Here's my piece of wisdom. The piece of the second piece of wisdom is this. You should have been looking for inclusivity from the very beginning. And that's for all people, black, white, yellow, green. We should all be able to have a seat at the table. Lately, I'm hearing people saying that they only want women at the table. Some men, just like it's been always, they only want men at the table. This lady wanted to have a white school with one black girl there and say she'll be fine. People began telling her, you know, hey, I know some of the issues you have, but, you know, we don't really see color. The problem is if you don't see color, you don't see us because hello, live and in color. So when they say they don't see color, don't trust them. You have to see color because if you don't see color, that means you don't see me. And for me, this 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 whole conversation is alarming, but it has to be discussed. It has to be mentioned. Because when you're dealing with 6.3 million viewers, the messages can get diluted. And now everybody may see that it's okay to go get them some black children and indoctrinate them into white culture. But I smell something fishy going on here. I smell something fishy going on with this messaging. Who put this thing together and why are our black children the commodity in the middle of this informational war? She told us on this podcast, I'm sorry, on this show, that the black mothers are the ones who approve for her to be the new mom. And that a lot of times what happens is the birth mothers get left out. And she wanted to make sure she had that relationship with them. My concern is this. The way she tells it. The way she tells it is that she's the most innocent person. In the entire world. And that, my friends, is a huge red flag. The third piece of wisdom for me is as she's 
as Kristen Davis is sitting here on the Red Table Talk and she's explaining some of the things that have been a challenge for her. She said one of the hardest things for her so far has been finding black teachers. Finding black teachers has been one of the hardest parts. And so what does that say about our educational system? That in a world where the rising number of people, the rising number of children are more diverse than ever, yet finding teachers who are black is difficult. Now, she lives in Los Angeles, and I'm not sure what part of town she's in, but I'm sure there's plenty of black students at these schools. And I'm assuming she's not at a public school. I'm assuming she's at a private school because of the information provided on the interview. And because of that, she has pushed herself into areas where it is less inclusive, less diverse, and more about domesticating children to live in a white community. She says several times about there being a white community and a black community. And so for anyone who thought that there were two different worlds going on here, there is. She confirmed it. And So what do we learn from this? If you want your children, adopted or not, to, to be raised up in this society, one way to do it is to have black teachers. But just because someone is a black teacher doesn't make them a good teacher. We need more black teachers. But here's the problem. The average salary in L.A. public schools, a teacher's range is 56000 to 74000 And the uh, I'm sorry, that's the range. And the average base is $64,000. Now, in L.A., in Los Angeles, what salary... Do I need to have uh, for uh, cost of living? What would be the salary needed? They calculated that an annual income of 74000 was about right for the average person to live comfortably in Los Angeles. And I told you that the average school teacher is getting 64000 they're getting $10,000 less than what would be comfortable in Los Angeles. And so why don't you see more black teachers, you ask? Why don't you see more opportunities for black students to learn from people who look like them? Because the, the pay there is unacceptable. We have not allocated enough resources to pay our teachers adequate wages and so many times you get subpar service you get what you pay for and so this conversation has gone from adopting black children to having a a black child come up in society no matter who their parents are I think the saddest part of all of this 
is that there's a human being in the middle of all of this who has no idea, has no idea that her reality is extremely warped. She's getting the best schooling she possibly can. She's looked at different. She's treated different. She's told by other people that don't see color. So she's not even being looked at. And it truly is an alarming conversation that I don't have any answers to today. What I do have is some takeaways and some deep moments of reflection that makes me question everything. This entire conversation on the Red Table Talk about black babies being adopted by white parents fell short for me. It fell short because we didn't get enough perspectives. And I would really like to hear from the children who were once adopted by white parents. Because that's where the real answer is. The answer is in talking to the kids who had to go through this and asking them, what were some of the struggles that you had to face? And until we do that, the Red Table Talk is just talk, and it's just a way to brainwash 6.3 million people into saying, huh, I guess white people aren't that bad. Look at this nice white lady doing something nice for this black child. She's a good person, isn't she? And that, my friends, is the problem. Because just because you're a white woman who adopted black children doesn't mean you're fit for this world. To have a black child in America is going to take more than your status, more than your money, and more than a little bit of celebrity to be able to comprehend what it's like to be black in America. And you tried to hide it by sending her to an all-white school and you couldn't do it. Then you had to go try to find black teachers to try to support your cause. For many of us black parents, we can't find black teachers either. But because you fell short by sending her to an all-white school, you try to cover it up by saying, well, maybe there's some black teachers out there that can help me out. No, my friend. You played yourself. You thought that you could be a white savior. And that's why there's pictures of you all over the Internet going to African nations. And supposedly helping these African nations. You have been trying to get a black baby for some time now. And everything about this red table talk. Is truly alarming. I want to add a executive producer note at the end of this episode. Typically, this episode would have ended on the last point, but I'm recording this about five minutes before we release and publish this episode for your listening pleasure. The entire day has gone by 
with this episode being released, and it has received less than, at the time of this recording, less than 50,000 views. This video has, has no traction on social media. No one's paying attention to this story. That is very alarming to me. Every other Red Table Talk pops off and begins the narrative for the week. Every other, go back and look, every other conversation that Red Table Talk has has 3 million, 5 million, 60 million views. This one is not moving the culture. And that means there's something hidden in there. There's something going on on this episode that has it. There's something there. And so I want us to put a, a side note to pay attention to what kind of traction this video has over the next week or two. This should be the most important conversation to ever come out of Red Table Talks. This one and the one about race. And yet this is not getting any traction when it comes to white people adopting black children. I'm telling you, pay close attention to the lack of interest in this story.